Hi, my name is Mitra Manesh. I'm a servant. I serve through teaching, coaching, consulting, or any other way that I can find to share what I know with those who want to know. And this Lights On podcast is one of those ways. It was created with consciousness and mindful living in heart. So join us as we travel through many roads of learning and transformation together. And if you enjoy our podcast, please give us feedback by rating us five star and share us with others if you think they may benefit from it. On behalf of my team, I thank you for your presence. So this episode was a very interesting episode with a young woman who is on a very beautiful journey of discovery and uh, soul searching and uh, looking for happiness and somehow arriving there and at least arriving on the right path. So um, a soft-spoken, obviously deep uh, young woman who has found her way um, through many continents um, and uh, is relatively happy with where she is. So uh, she came to me with the question of how can I uh, relate to my mother better? And more importantly, how can I help her to um, discover the happiness and the joy that I have discovered? And uh, we sat down in a beautiful conversation with each other and we talked about uh, spiritual activism, we talked about free will, we talked about really uh, having agenda and expectations of our loved ones, which I think one way or another applies to many of us uh, in our families, in our workplaces, in our uh, romantic relationships. And uh, I'm hoping that you enjoy listening uh, to this episode as much as I really enjoyed going deep with such a young, beautiful soul. So let's take a listen together. All right. So let's take a breath together and um, be present to our senses, be present to this moment. I want to welcome you to our coaching podcast. Thank you for uh, wanting to be part of our program. I have no idea how you found us and it doesn't matter, but what matters is that you're here. And I just want to hear, um, without names and information, a little bit about you and what's going on for you in life and what motivated you to contact me. Sure. Um, So... I am a newly freelance uh, producer. (laughs) I, um, oh my gosh, am I trying to figure out where to start? I've grown up all over the world. I was born in China. Uh, My parents lived in the States for a stint, and then we moved to Canada. I spent my elementary years living in Toronto. Then we came back to the Bay Area, or they, they moved back to the Bay Area. I went to Los Angeles for school. For university, moved to New York for a while, and then came back to LA. So I've been around the block, you could say. Um, <laughs> and my work has fortunately allowed me to travel a lot. And so I think um, I've always had this 
inkling that life is magical and adventurous and awesome. And there's like all these things to be experienced. And so um, I think I've always believed in that. I've always called myself, you know, a hopeless romantic, uh, hopeful mm-hmm. romantic maybe. Um, <laughs> and about five years ago, I randomly uh, met a roommate on Craigslist who was working with a shaman as as it happens in West Hollywood. <laughs> and uh, of so course. she introduced, of course, of course. And so that's she, where shamans live, don't yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> like a dime a dozen, just go to Erewhon and you'll find one. Um, and so <laughs> I, yeah, I started working with her. Um, she introduced me to soul retrieval and it blew my mind. I was like, you know, wow, like this is clearly a very real experience. And so I've been working with her for about the last five years. Um, and kind of in that time, I've also found different modalities of healing, right? Like I, I do the morning pages um, from Julia, Julia Cameron's Artist Way. I, um, I try to meditate. I do yoga. I uh, work with an acupuncturist and kind of like on energy flow, Reiki healers, like the, the gamut. I'm just kind of like, oh, like, let's see what works. Um, and it's been really fun and really incredible. And, uh, about two and a half years ago, I met, uh, my now partner who is just amazing and has been such a, a guide and just like an additional source of healing, I think in, in his own way. Um, and it's like that love that I think I've always believed to be real, you know? And so, uh, receiving that, um, really surrendering, I think to the universe, to, to a lot of these lessons that have just gradually come. Um, I feel so fortunate, like so blessed to, to just like be, to to have found the universe's love, I guess you could say, and to like kind of be on that journey um, of returning to myself and like that divinity and like all, all the epicness that that's available to us. And so um, last year obviously was a wild year for, for a lot of people. I got to spend some time uh, with my parents who are still in the Bay Area, some extended time for the first time in, you know, over a decade. And it was really beautiful, like really nurturing and healing. And I think I am now at a point in my personal journey where I feel ready to either share that gift with others, like share some of what I've experienced um, and and be a resource in the ways that I can be. Um, I'm pretty good about like personal boundaries and, you know, just like honoring like my space and, and I think recognizing more clearly than ever, like what I need and what I don't need and where I'm like, okay, I'm like overextending, you know? So, um, yeah. So I think one of the things that I brought up was, you know, I want to, I think I want to share this journey with my mom specifically. I think she is a very, she is such a a lover. She has such a big heart. Um, she's a nurse for most of her life. And and I see a lot of like the patterns that I'm working to just unravel and, and reprogram for myself in her as well. I see a lot of that reflection. And so um, I think, yeah, I think the, the reason I kind of primarily reached out was trying to better understand you know, I, I think I'm deep enough in my practice where when I talk about the universe or spirit or God or mediums and psychics and like medicine ceremonies, like it's not, it's not weird. It's not abnormal. Like this is very much like in the realm of like my day to day, but I totally understand for, you know, a first generation, like immigrant parent who hasn't been exposed to this, um, who grew up in communist China, like it's an entirely different paradigm. Right. And so 
trying to understand how to better um, connect with her, uh, how to bring some of these practices or approaches that in a very like pragmatic and like tangible, approachable manner. Um, and yeah, and to like, I think encourage her on that journey. She's, you know, she's not working right now. So I think she's like idle and needs, <laughs> like she thrives on community and connection and like, and doing and keeping her hands busy and like contributing to the world in some way. And so I really want to, I think I'm, I'm looking for ways to like help uh, either facilitate that or just be introduced to different modalities for myself that I'm like, oh, I think like, oh, I did this thing and it was really helpful. And like, maybe my mom would be interested too. So um, I think that's rough nutshell, if that's helpful. <laughs> it's very helpful. It's very helpful. Thank you for, for precisely sharing where you were at. So I hear, and I want confirmation from you that you are basically happy with where you are at and your journey so far correct i'm very happy yeah i i recognize that it is a journey right like it's there's still layers to dig through and and work on um but i feel very confident in just the work that i've done where i am um my connection with spirit and the universe and you know just i feel like i have a really good foundation and so i'm just kind of i'm building on that that's great. And that's the, the first thing that happens when we uh, discover things. And um, people can't see you, but I can. You're relatively young. Um, I mean, you are young, but I mean, not, not in your teens, but you're very young in your journey and in your life. And that's amazing that you've been able to find what you have found. Uh, however, I'm hearing two questions here, and I want to really separate these questions one was you were saying, I wonder how I can better connect with my mom, because basically, if you think about it, you're speaking two different languages and sometimes literally. And really what I'm referring to is energetically and where you are in journey, you know, in your life journey. And second one was, how do I help my mom? Basically, if I were to translate that uh to come to where I am, basically, and be this happy, of course, and 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 discover these things. Yeah, I think I think happiness is the key word. I think I really want her to find um, her own happiness, what lights her up. I I I think I'm witnessing a life that can be just, you know, encompassed by joy and like laughter and and mm -hmm. like all the good things, you know, all the good things that are available to us. And I I really want to whatever that looks like for her, um, I want to be able to help her, you know, just find that path or, or encourage her down the path. And uh, yeah. I'm going to answer your the second part of your question first and the first part second. The second part was exactly what you were just saying. How can I assist her and help her to be as happy as she can be? And the first question that comes from an old timer in that journey, me, is does she want to? I think so. I think I think she feels stuck. I think um, she sees, you know, either marriage um, patterns like it's been like this. You know, this is this is how I'm. I'm however old. I'm, you know, I've been doing this for however many years. And so I think she senses. Um, I think she's 
stuck and doesn't feel like she maybe either has the resources or the know-how to like, and, and that it could be very accessible to her. You know, I think when, when that groove, that pattern has been dug so deeply, you don't realize like, it's actually, it's okay. Like it's actually just a hop and a skip away. You know, it doesn't have to be a 10 year long process of, of transformation. It could happen overnight, literally, if you, if you desire it, right. Um, time is not linear for the universe. And so I think, um, I think she's stuck, but I do think it, it that joy exists within her and that, um, there is the opportunity for it to, to expand. Okay. So I'm not going to accept that as a yes. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. Um, <laughs> and probably that's where the thing, uh, that question that you have uh, is, is resting. Uh, just because, and I agree with everything you said, we all have the potentiality for joy. And I distinguish between joy and happiness. Mm -hmm. I think happiness is outwardly. I'm really happy to see you. But once you're gone, I'm not happy. Mm. Joy is that deeper sense of connection to something bigger than you and I and everything else, mm. which is physical. And that's not conditional. It's got nothing to do with anything. I could be um, at my deathbed. I could have, you know, a lot of challenges outwardly, but internally, because I'm connected to something bigger, I'm, I'm feeling, and it's not about words. I mean, you could say happiness is this and joy is that. It doesn't matter. But one is different than another. I wanted to really distinguish between these two. So that potentiality, one correct, exists within us to many of us. Um, I dare to say all of us almost suffer one way or another. And uh, three is that, yes, anybody really can, can access the joy that we're talking about. But I did not hear yes. And I'm say, and I'm becoming very picky about it because mm. I want to tell you why. Uh, one of the side effects of, um, of being on a wonderful journey that you have been, um, is that immediately when we get it and we taste it and it's mm, yum, yum, yum. It's so delicious. How come I never had this before? Mm, mm. Oh, yum is that we want to share it with everybody else around us, mm -hmm. which is great until it's not great. Mm. Because just because it's delicious for you, just because it is satisfying for you, just because that's what you want, it does not mean that I or anybody else needs to be there as well. Mm. So we can say it's because you come from a different culture, but let me tell you, actually, I have clients from the very place that you met your teacher in West Hollywood that uh, <laughs> and Hollywood Hills uh, that are completely um, connected to the mainstream and all of these things that are happening in Los Angeles. They're just not interested. Mm. They're just not interested. And and part of being on the journey and having a deep understanding of you talked a lot of you know, big words you talked about soul, you talked about soul journey, you talked about, you know, a lot of stuff that shows me that you have at least touched if you have, if you haven't gone like deep, uh, or maybe you have gone deep into it. It's important to know that the fundamental foundational law of the universe for that realm is free will. Hmm. And free will is extremely important mm -hmm. because then I can compromise 
lot of stuff uh, in the name of love. Huh? Mm-hmm. You are my daughter. And I said, but but do you understand? I have the answers. Here you are. <laughs> Let me grab you and take you to my journey and then sit down here and be happy with me. Mm-hmm. Can you be? I'm exaggerating, but I'm not. Right. Uh, that's, uh, I call them, uh, <laughs> and believe me, I'm guilty of one. But of course, I, as you can see, my hair is a little bit wider than yours. So I've, I've learned my lessons that, um, that I call them spiritual activists, mm-hmm. that we become spiritual activists. I got it. It's wonderful. It's enjoyable. It's achievable. Why don't you come with me? Mm. And you're saying, um, no, thank you. I actually am enjoying my suffering. Mm. And that's very important mm. aspect of your journey now. So what do you do? And I'm your mother. I'm your best friend. I'm your neighbor that you, I'm your teacher, whoever mm-hmm. I am. And you say, but, but Mitra, come, you grab my hand. And I say, mm, no, I know this is bad. It's fine. I'm okay here. Believe me, I'm okay. Mm. You have, I'm going to go really strong now because you can take it. You have a no right. You have absolutely no right to delay my journey. Oh, what did I say? Delay? Yep, I said delay. But no, Mitra, you didn't understand. Maybe you have also language problem. I meant to help you. And I still call it delay. Because when you take me somewhere by force, when I'm not ready to go there, you have actually just delayed my journey. Mm-hmm. Just like if we grabbed a fifth grader and took them to best classes in at UCLA and said, sit down here, see how wonderful it is? And she probably will never, ever consider university because she's going to associate it with something she cannot relate to. Or, or she's going to, okay, let's bring it to family. I'm going to so be sensitive towards you being the activist in the family. And every time I'm eating and doing and crying or complaining or just sharing with you, you say, but you know, Mitra, there's this person I see. Why don't you see them? Oh, I talked to this woman. Mitra, she's around your age. Why don't you go? I actually become far more sensitive to our relationship. So now, so now I'm not going to even talk to you about that because Mm -hmm. I know what you're going to say. And since... This relationship is important. I don't want to go there. So you just silenced me Mm. or you made me sensitive to Mm. this. Both wrong S's. Mm. I either don't say it to you anymore or I'm just going to say, oh, God, you know, I'm going to say this. Mm -hmm. I know what she's going to say and she thinks she knows it. So now if I was going to listen to something when you were in there, I'm not going to do that because... You just delayed my journey because now I'm so sensitive about it. If you go too far, it doesn't sound like you have gone, but I'm talking about this because I see a lot of that. You know, Mm -hmm. students come, they take my classes at UCLA and they say, oh my God, I didn't know. Mindfulness, it's amazing, changed my life. First thing happens is they're going to see everything that is wrong with their loved ones. You won't Mm -hmm. believe my partner is so judgmental. All these things that you just learned last week. They're just so not present. You know, they are just not accepting on the fast, all the definition of mindfulness. Mm-hmm. They don't understand soul journey. They think it's all about success. It's all about, and I'm saying, Shh, this information wasn't for them. Mm. This information was for you, my dear. But I love them. I know, I know. Actually, because you love them, I want you to tone it down. Mm. 
So are you, am I saying there is no way that we can influence somebody's journey? No, we can. We can. How? By showing them. And even if they, so what do I mean? You you just said you spent some time with your family Mm -hmm. in Northern California. So I am assuming your mom being so connected to you, I'm sure she has noticed some changes. I'm sure she has seen the happiness. I'm sure she has seen the liberation that comes from understanding the bigger picture of life and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So the question is, so I see that. What does that do for me? Sometimes I just say, you know, she's so lucky. I'm really glad or I'm proud of her. And that's it. Mm. Don't want to know anything more. Don't want to know anything more. That's that. That's where it ends. Or mm-hmm. I say, hmm, I go to sleep. I'm sitting there. I'm under the shower. I'm walking on my own. I say, I wonder, what is it that has made my daughter happier? Mm. I wonder. I start wondering. That's how life becomes wonderful. We wonder a lot, but instead of worrying, we start wondering. But until I wonder, my dear, there is not much you can do for me Mm. because of that fundamental law of the universe. The same way that I couldn't wake you up in the middle of the night and give you the most nutritional organic food and say, hey, open your mouth. Do you know what this is? I got it from the... And you say, no, Mitra, I would like to sleep. Please leave. Mm -hmm. Do you see the point I'm trying to take home here? Does that make sense to you? It does. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. I think uh, I have been, I've tried to be very gentle, I think, in my approach um, and in understanding that everyone is on their own journey, you know, and so the best way, uh, I, I love what you said about wonder and just and wondering and creating a wonderful life from that. Um, because I think the, I feel like the way, the way for me to do that is just to live my life, right? And to follow my path and whatever people take away from that, whatever light emanates, whatever, you know, people feel my, however that transforms my parents, like it is, is like, um, irrelevant to me I guess like I am doing my work and so this is this is all I can control and if I am here and present and showing up um for like my highest good then I trust I trust that everything else will will happen as it's meant to like that is the something else takes care of the rest (laughs) so yes I that definitely resonates thank you so much and that's very important because then, then that that takes away that um, activism energy. That whether we're aware of it or not, because it's it's like an agenda, huh? I'm talking to you, and if if I have no agenda right now, I, I don't, I didn't know you. I have no agenda, so I'm fully present to it. But imagine if I had an agenda, and the agenda could be something very kind, because agenda I don't mean by like bad agenda. As I said, I could be your mother. Or I could be your your friend. So I want your happiness. I want your health. But still is an agenda. And the problem is it's my agenda for mm-hmm. you. But it's not an agenda that comes from you. You see, your journey is rich because that's exactly what you wanted. You wondered, how does it feel? You wondered if there is another realm beyond and beside 
the physicality. You wondered if I can be happy without the outer conditions, what I call joy. It, you wondered about all of these things and you found it. Nobody brought you, grabbed you and said, here. And I know I'm exaggerating, but I'm exaggerating to take a point home because when I want the happiness for you, it's just like what they pe- people do when somebody has weight problem or mm-hmm. health problem. You know, they become overzealous. They become activists. And I'm saying, not your business, mm-hmm. not your business. And quite often, believe it or not, I'm telling it to you, but I say it to myself. I see my loved ones doing things that if they were my clients, I could help them in five minutes. But you know, I, I, I put mm. my mouth, my hand on my mouth and I say, oh, really? <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, wow. And then I cover my mouth. Mm. Why? Because I'm reminding myself they have not asked mm. for assistance. They are merely sharing. And I have to respect the law of free will mm. in this universe. Because if that law wasn't there, I'm sure there are higher consciousness than mine that could have just taken my hand and said, hear me, Tra, go there and do this. So what higher consciousness does not do, I will not dare to do it for it. So it's that respect. So now we're reversing the journey. What does that mean in your journey? <laughs> you thought, I want to give you a recipe by your mom. Go and tell her do this. <laughs> the journey becomes the journey of lovingly accepting the fact that your mom is where she is. And she will only move from that place when and if she wants to. So can I, becomes your question, my dear, can I hold the space lovingly, even Mm. if she never, ever, ah, Mm. I wish our listeners could (laughs) see what you're doing. You beautifully put your hand on your heart because this point went home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Can I love her? Can I hold the space even if she never, ever decides? So that unconditional happiness that we want to get, can you be happy with her even if she doesn't decide ever? Maybe not this lifetime. You know, I don't know what people's you know journeys are about. I have no idea. I cannot tell you how you should lead your life and Neither can you tell your mom as much as you love her. Love is not the visa for interfering with free will. So that's what I want to say. And you may have that experience with your child one day. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, that's even, I'm doing a, I'm doing a mindful parenting course this Saturday um, through uh, UCLA Health. And, and that's a major question that we ask. How much of a say do I have? Hey, it is. What do we call them? My child, <laughs> as if I own them. It is my child. Um, that my coming before anything is quite misleading. We own nothing. We own nothing. Even this body, mm-hmm. even my body, it's on lease. Mm-hmm. I'm leasing it. And I'm going to, that lease will, you know, expire one day. And I will say thank you 
for holding my energy and soul for a while, and uh, I'm going to say goodbye. So you have no authority to compromise anybody's free will in the name of love or connection or well-wishing or whatever other names you put for it. You can, you can make it known to her how happy you are. Okay, that's as far as you can go. Um, you, you, you may ask me, Mishra, oh, you look happy. I say, yes, isn't it wonderful? Yes, since I've worked on myself, I feel like I really, you know, and then I, then I stop right there. But like, do you want me to send you the link? Do you want to, do you want to read the book? Do you want to, you know what I did? Let me tell her. It's anything after that, it's way too much. <laughs> I, I, I just said enough. Are you curious? If you mm-hmm. are, you know where to find me. Mm-hmm. You can send me an email. You can call me. You can mm-hmm. come and see me. It, there's no need for anything more than that. It's a great reminder. Thank you for that. Thank you. How do you feel now? I think just lighter, mm-hmm. like a, a release. Um, I got, I got emotional when you were, you know, when I was just thinking about like the, uh, I want to use my words very carefully, but you know, if I look forward 10 or 20 years and if it is, if there's still like hardship there, you know, for, Mm -hmm. for my mom, right. Like how painful that would be. Mm -hmm. Um, and But like you, it's, I was like, okay, this is, this is the work I have to do. Like the surrender is my work now, right? Is to mm-hmm. allow and, and love her unconditionally and love her regardless of how challenging that might be, like how painful I'm like, it's like a parent looking at their kid, right? When their kid gets hurt, they're like, oh my gosh, like all I want to do is help you, but you really wanted to jump off the monkey bars and break your arm, you know, like you just wanted to be a kid and and so, um, yeah, I, 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 it's so much like my family always makes me so emotional. Um, but I realize, like, as you said that it's, it's applicable, not just to my mom, but to anyone that I touch. Like, I think I am definitely <laughs> very zealous, uh, very much a, you know, in that way, like a spiritual activist. But, um, I think hearing that was a really important reminder of, like this is your journey for you, and yes, when people want to find you, there is all the things there. You know, they can text you, they can email you, they can DM you on social media. So, um, as long as I am like consistent and and walking my path, like that's that's the most important part. Great, and it also frees you to be more present to them because. When I have an agenda for you, mm. uh, immediately an expectation is born. Whether I'm aware of it or not, a lot of this is not with full awareness. So my expectation is for you to somehow get it, whatever mm. it is that I want you to do. And here's what happens. And I've seen it for decades. So when it doesn't happen, so you see you had an agenda for your mom to be happy, which is beautiful, which is honorable. But it is unnecessary and not really conducive to her free will. So now you have an agenda. Okay, you, you, because I told you, you'll be quiet. You want to be talking about it, but the agenda is still there. 
And then two years goes by and you see her and, and you know, life happens. She may be unhappy at that moment that you're talk, talking to her. And then the expectation is really not, not yet. You're not ready. And that impatience is born. Oh. And that's when we do the harm to our loved ones. When I have a hidden or at least unaware, unknown to me agenda for you, and I have an expectation as a result, mm. and then I see that expectation has not been fulfilled, there's a sense of edginess mm. that I'll just like, I have no patience for you. I can't even. So mm. let's look what's happening. It's a fascinating world. I could do a, a course on that for six months. So now... My journey is compromised. I have no patience for you. Mm. All those loving, present, kindness, compassion. Remember all those good things that we talk about. All go out the window. Mm -hmm. And I'm just very frustrated with you and your journey because you're, you're not there yet. And, mm. and then not only I haven't influenced yours, but also compromised mine. Mm. It's a very fundamentally... Um, harmful way of being but we do it in the name of love and mm. we do it because we want others to be it, it comes from a good place mm -hmm. because somehow you know and that is true until every last person on this planet gets it we won't all be free and and be interconnected the way we were supposed to be and one we were one day were however the whole idea of being in this realm of existence, the whole story of being here is that we were sent off on our free will so that we can go back on our free will and become one. Mm. That is the whole journey. Mm. Otherwise, do you think a higher consciousness, a higher power than you and I couldn't just go like dunk, and get us all where we were? Right. Why do you think it didn't happen? It didn't happen because it was supposed to be based on the decision of every individual, every body, every soul in every body. Now a respect is born for that journey. Now I understand the same way I won't go in middle of the day and grab a five grader and tell them why they're not in the PhD program and I want to do the same thing, imagining, of course, there's assumption here that what, where we are is a PhD program, which could be completely inaccurate. But let's say we are, okay? It is not my business. A five grader one day will get to where she wants to get to. And I have no right to tell them where they need to go because they have their own journey. Mm. I love that. Thank you so much. That is a um, a priceless reminder. And I, I always ask the universe for surprises. It's like my favorite thing because I'm really hard to surprise. And, and I've noticed, I'm like, oh, like who better to surprise me than the universe? Like the universe will really knock it out of the park, you know? And so, <laughs> um, uh, and so yeah, I... I, I ask for surprises and miracles and like moments of wow every day. I'm just like, I could just be like, wow, like that was amazing multiple times a day. Like we're on the right track. And, um, <laughs> and this, this feels like one of those just subtle, like, wow. Yeah. I, 
it's easy to forget that when you're so excited, you know, um, and you're right, it comes from a good place, but it is not my journey. It is not my journey to interfere with. And you know what? By answering the second part of your question, I answered your first part of the question. You asked, how can I better connect to my mom and how can I help mm. her to be happy? So by talking to this about the second part, I really answered the first part. When you accept her mm. with whatever conditions she comes in, however she is and wherever she is on her path, then you connect with her much better because you go in agenda-free. You go in respecting her and her journey and, by the way, her suffering because that is not your business. Your business is to love her as she is. Mm. And the question is always that, can you love me with all of my wrinkles and shortcomings and sufferings? Mm. Because you know what? When I'm happy and dancing and gorgeous and all of that, everybody can love me. But can you, <laughs> in fact, they want to be with me. Can you love me then is every person's question. Can you be with me while I'm not at wherever it is that you think I should be at? Mm. But when she's ready, you will have all the information. When she asks for it, please take her hand and take her to all the resources that have helped you one way or another. Mm. Please send her the list of all the books. Please send her to all the professionals that you have seen. Mm. But until then, hold on to your horses and let the love horse be the only one that is really going on in the field of love and relationship of you and your mom. Mm. Thank you, Mitra. Um, my sister's on, she's 10 years younger than me and, uh, she's a brilliant, brilliant student athlete. And this, this also resonates for conversations that we've had. We're very close. Um, and she's, she recently shared, uh, she was like, you know, you're, you're such a personality, like you have, you know, and you have so much wisdom and, and she's like, it's really hard to like, She's like, I want to hold space for that, but I also want to show up in my way. And I think what you're saying about agenda um, and expectation really applies there as well in how do I just love her as she is and hold space for her journey and for her to share that and, you know, for her to ask for, you know, resources if she needs them. But if not, to just um, honor that space. I think the mm -hmm. two are like mirror reflections of each other just on different ends of the spectrum um, or in different, you know, forms. But I think unexpectedly, yeah, I think this is very applicable to my sister as well. And you will see that it will be applicable to many other people that walk into your life that are important and uh, mm. somehow their life matters to you. And sometimes because we love them, we have to leave their journey and allow it to be their own journey. And us being just a observer. And if they ask for it, the supporter of their journey. We can't be the driver mm. of their journey. All right. You look quite satisfied. So I'm going to, on that <laughs> note, <laughs> I always say, I wish people could see these faces that I see. But yes. So 
Great to connect with you. Tell me if there's anything you want to tell us before we say goodbye. Um, no, this was wonderful. Thank you so much for your wisdom, um, for sharing such such a gift uh, with me and subsequently my family and, and all the people that I get to touch. Um, I think this is, you know, this, it's such powerful, important work. And um, I am, thank you universe for bringing us together. However we got here. Um, this has been a, a true blessing. So thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And may your wonderful journey grow and grow. Take good care. Bye-bye. Hope this episode answered the question or two for you or provoked and inspired questions in you. I'm so grateful you showed up and listened up. Until the next time, be well and stay curious.